The morning show's over, but they're still talking. This right here, this rambling, boring conversation containing already made before observations, this could be a podcast. It's Liz and Scotty's Potty. Hello and welcome to Liz and Scotty's Potty. However, you have tracked this podcast down with you. Appreciate you doing that. And uh, today we thought we'd jump on here and uh, do a little podcast about the CMA Award nominations. Because as we speak, which is on uh, Thursday morning, September the 7th, the, uh, the nominations just came out a bit ago, right? Mm-hmm. Should we go ahead and, and share the good news first about today's Best Country Clear 99? Sure. It, does it sound like bragging if we put it at the beginning <laughs> of the podcast? Well, that's the most important one to us, well, so... KCLR FM Columbia was nominated as the CMA Small Market uh, Radio Station of the Year. So we're very excited about that. And that is thanks to uh, to you who listen and all of the things that you do, the, the, the charities that you help support and, and all of the other things that you do to support the station. So thank you very much. We appreciate that. And that's one of those things uh, for the radio stations. They let us know ahead of time. Um, usually a few weeks before the actual awards show. So as soon as we hear something about that, we'll let you know. But it's always exciting. Mm-hmm. Always exciting. As we uh, turn our attention to the real <laughs> the the real nominations, let's start at the bottom of the page and move up. How's okay. that sound? Sounds good to me. And Liz and I will just kind of go through these. And if something jumps out at you, Liz, uh, something you like, don't like, uh, Want to add? We'll jump in and do it that way, okay? Okay. We'll start with Music Video of the Year. Nominees, Light On in the Kitchen, Ashley McBride, Memory Lane, Old Dominion, Need a Favor, Jelly Roll, Next Thing You Know, Jordan Davis, and Wait in the Truck from Hardy. Musical Event of the Year is Save Me from Jelly Roll and Lainey Wilson. She Had Me at Heads Carolina, the remix with Cole Swindell and Jody Messina. Thank God with the Browns, Kane Brown and Caitlin Brown. Wait in the truck, Hardy featuring Lainey Wilson. And we don't fight anymore, Carly Pierce featuring Chris Stapleton. All right. I'm glad to see uh, she had me at Heads Carolina in this category as the musical event. Um, That song won at the ACM Awards, both single and song of the year. And there were some discussions about that going, wait, song of the year? It's an old song that they kind of redid, and I uh, I was in agreement with that <laughs> that particular discussion because there were a lot of really good songs. I like the song, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, but to win the I mean single of the year I can even understand, but song of the year is supposed to go to songwriters, and basically he took a song from the '90s and reworked it a little bit, and to his credit, gave the writers of the original song were were part of it. You know, they got uh, they got an award for it, too. But when it won the single and song of the year, there were some people going, wait, that's that's not even a new song, really. Hmm. So I'm glad to see it gets it gets attention because I think it was a neat idea and well done, well produced and all that. But it's not in the single or song of the year category. Okay, so question for you, then. Do you agree with Tracy Chapman and Fast Car being in the song of the year category? Well, that's a good question. That's a good question. Kind of the same thing. It is sort of the same thing, except it's still the original song. It's still the original song that she wrote, which has never been a country song. It's not like taking an old country song and then changing it a little bit and getting nominated for an award. You know what I mean? I I see the point that it's similar, but I don't. To me, there's a little distinction there. Okay. But I don't know. I guess you could go back if somebody went back and got. You know, some old Frank Sinatra song and did it. 
and all of a sudden it was a hit on country radio, I guess that songwriter would get the nomination for Song of the Year. I don't know. Okay. It's a good question. Mm-hmm. We moved to Song of the Year, which is the songwriters. And, yes, Fast Car from Tracy Chapman. Uh, Heart Like a Truck for Lainey Wilson. Uh, Next Thing You Know with Jordan Davis and Luke Bryan. Uh, Tennessee Orange, Megan Maroney's song, and Wait in the Truck uh, from Hardy and Lainey Wilson. I don't know. That's a tough category right there. One that jumps out at me is Next Thing You Know because a lot of times it's a heartwarming song that wins the song of the year. Mm. See, yeah, my money would go towards next thing you know, or the complete opposite in emotion, wait in the truck, yeah. because that's such a good, both of them are very good story songs. Yeah, paint very good pictures mm-hmm. with the words and those songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All right, and then moving to single of the year, which goes to the artist and the end uh, of the record label and stuff like that. Uh, Fast Car again, Heart Like a Truck again, Need a Favor from Jelly Roll, Next Thing You Know again, and uh, Wait in the Truck again from... Uh, Hardy and Laney Wilson. There are themes to a lot of these. Yeah. A lot of similar songs in the categories. Yeah, that happens a lot of times. New Artist of the Year nominees are Zach Bryan, Jelly Roll, Park McCollum, Megan Maroney, and Haley Witters. Uh, interesting that, uh, gl- and glad to see Zach Bryan is in this category because he's one of those guys, he has blown up mm-hmm. without a lot of support from radio. But yet his concerts, we, we, we're still seeing pictures from his show in Kansas City the other night. I mean, he's selling out shows left and right. Um, Liz, you say that's part of the Yellowstone effect, right? Yeah, I definitely do. Cause his songs were featured very heavily in Yellowstone. And I think a lot of people discovered him through that. Right. And I'm excited to see his success because I do like his music. Yeah. It's very, you know, that westerny vibe, that gravelly voice. So I hope to hear more from him on country music radio eventually. Right. Uh, Jelly Roll, I would lean toward him for this one just because he is so beloved at yes. this point that the the industry just continues to fall in love with him um because of what a big sweetheart he is and I think the documentary uh, that was on Hulu kind of leads to that, and you just see what a warm-hearted guy he is. And again, that different-sounding voice, he yep. stands out from the rest of the pack. So, yeah, I think my money is definitely on Jelly Roll. Yeah. Vocal duo of the year, Brooks and Dunn, Brothers Osborne, Dan and Shay, Maddie and Tay, and The War and Treaty. Any guesses there as to a winner? Dan and Shay. I would lean that way, especially since they've had some new music yes. out this year. Um but we'll see about that. Vocal group of the year, Lady A, Little Big Town, Midland, Old Dominion, and Zach Brown Band. I always feel bad for this because Old Dominion takes it every single year. Yeah. So Old Dominion again for me. Yeah. And for the record, the other ones in there have won. I don't know if Midland's ever won it. Zach Brown Band's won it. Little Big Town kind of went on their stretch where they run it, won it several years in a row, as did Lady A. It kind of goes that way, at least like in this category and the vocal duo category, it's always somebody, and they just sit on the category. I always laugh about the the vocal duo of the year. The Judds won it 100 years in a row, and then when they retired, then Brooks and Dunn won it for another 100 <laughs> years in a row, uh, and it kind of worked out that way, but that is vocal group of the year. All right, next on to male vocalist of the year. Your nominees, Luke Combs, Jelly Roll, Cody Johnson, Chris Stapleton, and Morgan Wallen. This is where it gets hard. Yeah. Because there's no clear front runner in my in my mind. Because Morgan Wallen, of course, had a huge year. Jelly Roll, huge year. And Luke Combs had a huge year. Yeah. Cody Johnson and Chris Stapleton too. And I 
my first thought when I looked at, at uh, the CMA website and just <laughs> looking at the pictures that, that uh, country music is not pretty anymore, which I'm okay with. That, and I, and yes. I thought about that. Chris Stapleton was kind of the start of that, and it ebbs and flows. It goes poppy, and it goes more traditional. Yep. But when uh, when Chris Stapleton came out, and then Luke Combs kind of after him, you're like, okay, we're getting away from that pretty, pretty boy country music. And I don't even mean to get, I, I like the pretty boy music, too. I like Florida Georgia Line. I like some of the bro country that everybody complains about. But it's just kind of that it's it's not as slicked back at least uh, these days, and I'm okay with that, too. Yeah, you right. look at all of the men in this category, and they all look different, which I'm totally fine right. with. For Female Vocalist of the Year, Kelsey Ballerini, Miranda Lambert, Ashley McBride, Carly Pierce, and Lainey Wilson. I mean, my money's on Lainey Wilson. She had a really big year. Got a lot of attention within the industry, but also outside of the industry which which tends to make a difference at award shows like this mm-hmm. and you just look at the fan interaction too i kind of base that a lot on these categories and a lot of little girls were just falling head over heels in love with laney wilson right. and just seeing her interact with the crowds this past year you really can't form that in a person it just has to be there and laney's got it right that's interesting uh, album of the year. This will be a tough category. Ashley McBride presents Lindville, Bell Bottom Country from Lainey Wilson, Getting Old from Luke Combs, One Thing at a Time from Morgan Wallen, and Rolling Up the Welcome Mat from Kelsey Ballerini. You know what? I kind of love the fact that uh, out of the five nominees, three of them are women. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. If I was tra- trying to pick a winner, I would probably lean toward Lainey Wilson. Really? Yeah. I just again because of the momentum her career has okay. right now. Okay. I don't know that it's the best album. I have heard and that's the other thing that I'll do um between now and then is that eventually I'll go listen to all of these because I haven't yet. I've heard all, most of that Morgan Wallen album which was really good. Mm-hmm. But I haven't heard uh, the Kelsey, the Luke, the Laney or the the Ashley McBride which that Linville I just heard great things about. And always meant to download it and just haven't done it yet. So Okay, well, I think my vote's going to be for Morgan Wallen one thing at a time, but I'm with you. I haven't listened all the way through to all, a lot of these albums. Um, but yeah, Morgan Wallen, just like single after single after single on the yeah. album. And they're all major chart toppers success. So. He released 35 songs at once, and they were all on the charts at, at, at the same for that first weekend that it mm-hmm. was out. So. Yeah, definitely big. And then, uh, of course, the EOY, the Entertainer of the Year, Luke Holmes, Chris Stapleton, Carrie Underwood, Morgan Wallen, or Lainey Wilson. Again, so hard. I would really love to see Lainey Wilson take it. I would, too. I would not. This is one of those years I would not be disappointed or shocked if any of those won it. Maybe Chris Stapleton, just because he's had his run and he's kind of, as far as the, inter- not his career, his career is not waning, but for the entertainer of the year, it's one of those things where you're in it for a while and then you kind of fade out. That's why you don't see Jason Aldean on here. You don't see Luke Bryan on here. You don't see Tim McGraw on here. Yeah. You're kind of in there for a few years and then you kind of age out a little bit. Um, and I would say that Chris Stapleton is kind of, and I still love his music as much or more than anybody on that list. But I think he's kind of on that tail end of the awards for the Entertainment of the Year. But who knows? I think I thought that last year, and he mm. won it. So well, and see, and I 
I think I'm right there with you with Carrie Underwood. I think yeah. she's she's been in there a lot of times. She's just not making the headlines that she used to. Don't get me wrong. She's a major superstar. Yeah. But Luke Combs, Morgan Wallen, and Lainey Wilson are all the front runners in my mind. That's what I would think. Carrie Underwood, I get the feeling sometimes, not that she's not deserving, but uh, the country music industry will always put her in there because they want to absolutely make sure that there is a female in the Entertainer of the Year because when there's not, then all of the people outside country music start writing their articles about you know how country music hates women and there's no women in the categories and all right. that. So I always feel like people get their ballot and they're going to click hers. Okay, now who else do I really think? That we can get in there, so. But yeah, I would I, I would say Luke Combs, Morgan Wallen, Lainey Wilson would surprise me the least of mm-hmm, those three. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, I think you've been saying this all morning long. I don't think there's any shockers in here. Right. I think one that is missing, in my opinion, is Bailey Zimmerman for New Artist of the Year. But that again is just my opinion. Yeah. We'll probably see him next year. There's there's a, a ton of new people. That's a tough one to break into. That, that new artist, especially it seems to me, the last couple of years, there have just been more new artists, more, and I have zero statistics to back this up. Yeah. This is just my impression of what I've seen and heard on the radio, that um, that more and more new artists are getting into um, radio airplay and that sort of thing. And honestly, radio airplay is not the be-all, end-all of award shows the way it's been for 100 years. You know, I mean, with the streaming and... There have always been other factors, but radio has always been the main factor. And radio may still be the main factor, but I, I don't know that that Zach Bryan, for example, mm-hmm. he doesn't get a ton of nationwide radio airplay, but yet he sells tickets out, you know, still stadiums out uh, or arenas, not stadiums, if we're going to be specific about it. But, um, yeah, he sells out all over the place. So Interesting to see, 62 days away. <laughs> The CMA Awards in Nashville and plenty of time between now and then to uh, to talk about it. Uh, Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning will host again this year. Any thoughts about that? Or it, That's going to be a really fun duo. We were there when Luke Bryan hosted for his first year, and I thought he did a really good job. And you see him and Peyton Manning, you know, kind of buddy-buddy. Yeah. Peyton They're... Manning was, was born to be on television. Oh, He's just really... <laughs> funny and good and yeah i it's one of those if they do it for five years it may get old but just for the second year i, I think we're ready for a second year personally i am I don't know what anybody else feels so <laughs> all right there you go uh, a glance at the cma awards and uh you can see the full list at clear99.com thank you so much for uh, tracking down this podcast anything else we need to talk about while we're while we're doing one of these things it's been a while well if you're anywhere close to September 7th, 2023, and you haven't filled out your Clear 99 survey, make sure you do that. So we are mm. gearing up to play the $500 survey very soon. That is coming up very soon. Your opportunity to win cash weekday mornings at 720, 1020, 120, and 420. And yeah, you can uh, be part of the answers. Fill out the surveys at clear99.com. And thanks for finding this podcast wherever it is that you found it. Now, it's always at clear99.com, but we always tell you wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Apple or Google or Spotify, uh, you can search for Clear 99 On Demand. That's kind of the umbrella category. And Liz and Scotty's Potty is in that. We also do some little shorter ones called The Morning Sip, which is supposed to be, in air quotes, a taste (laughs) of the morning show. You can find those as well. But 
you know what? Find, finding a podcast takes a little extra effort. We appreciate you putting in that effort and connecting with us anytime you can. It's Liz and Scotty in today's Best Country, Clear 99. Good morning, Liz. I had a drop-off line uh, experience for you. Okay. So at our school, they have three lines, like kindergarten first, second, third, and then fourth, fifth. But I think it needs to go slow, medium, fast. Slow <laughs> is I haven't finished my Pop-Tart. My mom's still doing my hair, you know, whatever. Medium line is, oh, it takes me minutes to get out of the car. And third line, which is my line, I slow down, you open the door, tuck and roll, baby. Have a great day. <laughs> it's the worst. People put their car in park and walk their kids to the door. There's a parking lot for a reason. I'm sure that, like, holds up the line. It's egregious. We all side-eye that, Mom. It's fine. Happy first day of school. Yay! Everybody have a great year. <laughs> <laughs>